0: When you're expecting someone in the family to come home, do you make sure the door is unlocked? Or perhaps if it's not too cold out, you can leave it a little open? Whenever I would come home from college or from seminary, for the most part, I knew that when I got to the door, it would be unlocked or open. My parents were expecting me. Now, due to there being sin in the world, we can't always keep an open door. We have to lock our doors, just for practicality. However, God can keep an open door, and he does. Our Father in heaven always leaves the door open to us in this life, and that door leads to new life. Let's take a look at the prodigal son from the gospel. Now, perhaps you've experienced in various ways, like the prodigal son, or you know someone who has experienced hitting what we call rock bottom. This prodigal son, he basically decided, this is the first thing, decided that his father to him was as good as dead, and asking for his inheritance early. And then he turned away from his family and from his town, taking with him that inheritance. He was attracted to what the world could give him. And after squandering all he had in a very sinful life, he found himself with no more money. And we can assume that since he had no one to help him, He had lost all of his friends. And on top of that, a famine strikes the land. And then he gets his first ever job to try to support himself, but it's the worst job ever. He has to serve the pigs, the lowest of the animals. And when he was hungry, they wouldn't even give him some of the pig feed to eat for himself. So in this condition of rock bottom there suddenly comes into his heart a light. Suddenly some spark of hope something that it took a long time for him to finally consider an open door to a path forward. Ah, I shall get up and I shall go to my father. I shall get up and go to my father. See, he knew there was an open door with his father. Then in a heart-wrenching display of mercy, his dad, imagine it, was hoping for his son one day to return, and on that day he sees him far off. How could he wait any longer to receive his son back? How could he permit his son to suffer even a second more? Seeing his son's sorrow, how could he let him make that long walk of shame towards the town? No, rather he lifts up his robes and he runs to welcome the son. For as he said, let us celebrate with a feast because this son of mine was dead and has come to life again. He was dead and has come to life again. Now, that's a wide open door. Brothers and sisters, God is not merely in the business of making bad people good. Rather, he's in the business of bringing the dead back to life. St Paul describes this new life for all of us saying whoever is in Christ is a new creation the old things have passed away behold new things have come. It's like the Israelites reaching the promised land after 40 long years in the desert. Imagine the feeling. It's like The great feast the father in the story throws for his long lost child now found. It's the robes the son now wears, symbolizing a wayward child and sinner made pure. It's the ring the father puts on his finger, welcoming him back to the fullness of the family, no grudges held. It's the sandals the father places on his feet, showing that no, he's not a servant but rather a child. It's the joy of being released from the weight of sin and guilt and the joy that Jesus says exists in heaven amongst the angels and saints over one who repents than over the 99 who have no need of repentance. And did you know, of course, that we can experience this joy anew whenever we celebrate the sacrament of reconciliation. God can give new life and strength to the soul. You see, when we sin, our ability to love God and to love others with the very love of God, with divine charity in our heart, decreases. With mortal sin, it destroys charity in our hearts, With venial sin, it wounds that charity. Just look at the prodigal son. It's quite clear, I think, that he didn't go to his father at first out of love for his father, with his father's good in his mind, or to help his brother, or for love of the other servants. Actually, his ability to love was lost. Because he was doing the opposite for so long. He was using those around him for his pleasure. Really, that's the rock bottom. That spiritual rock bottom. But the father leaves the door open. The father expects him to return. Then the son repents from his sins and the Father lavishes his mercy upon him. Imagine the love that is renewed in that encounter in the Son's heart for his father and for his brother. We can love because God first loves us. Friends, what joy awaits us in the confessional. We, God's beloved sons and daughters, can go with confidence to that throne of mercy. Never ever fear to approach the Lord and to say, Father, I have sinned. In our confessional here, it's actually quite fitting that we have a painting of today's gospel story next to the the chair of the priest. This painting of a tender embrace of a father and child. A child returning once again. Brothers and sisters, this Lent and always going forward, know that we always have an open door we can always, always say, ah, I know, I will get up and I will go to my father.